Hi everyone, Jira Young with Jira Young Designs. Today's episode three on my Anchor podcast. Today we're going to be talking about my background, how I transitioned into designing. I used to be a behavioral specialist. I worked with autistic children and the special needs population ever since I could remember. I volunteered at a very young age, knew exactly what I wanted to do after college, uh, was very driven, was very good at my job, loved my job. Um, Getting started, it was obviously a learning curve. And once you get into that and you understand those children, you crave the idea that they are attracted to you and want to work for you. And you have some type of magic wand that make them interested in what you're doing, no matter what that is or how that looks like. And I was really good at it and I was really passionate about it. But fast forward to right now, it's, you know, 2020. About 18 years ago, I was punched by one of my uh, clients that I attended at a school, at a public school. We were employed to go into the school and provide services, and I was punched and detached my retina, and I had several surgeries to correct it, um, but they couldn't correct it. Uh, I had bad eyes before, but detaching your retina is a whole other thing. You have to be face down for so long to make sure the retina heals. It's the only body part that you can't replicate. For me, it was very difficult, but it, you know, I was young enough and I was able to heal quickly and you can go on with one eye, you know what I mean, or limited vision in one eye. Then I was older, had my family, transitioning into married life, having children, going back to work, and I went to work for a school where now the system was you are part of the school employee and you are trained through the school, and so that's what I was. And I loved my job then, worked with a lot of difficult classrooms one-on-one, and one day I was getting my hair done and the same type of feeling that I had with my left eye happened to my right eye. My vision started to be impaired halfway up and down my eye. It started to go black and I knew right away that my retina was detaching. detaching. So this wasn't because of trauma. My left eye was because of trauma and my right eye was for no apparent reason. They said it was really um, crazy that it happened to me so young. So I basically have 80 year old eyes and my retinas were basically deteriorating and wearing holes in my retina. And I know it doesn't sound pretty and it's kind of scary. So now you just have one good peeper and you're hoping to keep the other one. So I had many surgeries and at this point I'm newly divorced. I have several jobs. I have one full-time job and two part-time jobs trying to get my master's and trying to make life work. Uh, uh, Newly separated, two children at the time. So when my retina detached, I had medical leave, which was $638 that I had coming in a month. I had to get on public service, which I was fine with. My dad had to move in. And the one thing that I wanted to keep permanent for my kids was where they went to school and where we lived to keep things consistent. And I was able to do that. So the bus came to the house every day, picked up the kids, and I was able to heal and try to navigate through that time, which was a very difficult time, a very dark time for me. My friend said, you know, I know you believe in God, but I meditate. Have you ever meditated? And I said, no, never meditated. Didn't know really know what it was. And then she mentioned a mala. 
Now, I've always been crafty, loved sewing, crocheting, making blankets, cards, paper crafting, designing, um, interior stuff, clothes, jewelry, all that kind of stuff. So, designing something I thought would be great, but you have to remember, face down, completely black, trying to recover from my surgeries. And I was like, how can I do that? She put 108 beads in a bowl and said, now this is how you're gonna make a mala. So mala is 108 beads plus the guru bead, which is 109th bead, which all the prayers go into, which now I make all the time custom and I love it. But then I didn't know what it was. So she put them all in a bowl and there was no transitions. It was just a straight 108 beads. And we started to try to learn to knot and she taught me different techniques. And it was slow go because again, I'm still trying to heal and trying to learn what it means. and. I gave myself a lot of patience during that time because when things are unsettling, we have a tendency to really panic. And for some reason, there was a sense of calm over me once I knew those two things, keeping my children at their house and keeping them at the same school was covered. That was really important to me. So there was kind of an ease at that, even though it was going through a very difficult time. So I was able to design the mala and then I started meditating on it. And the rest is kind of history. I started making other malas and gifting them to people. I started making bracelets, really wasn't getting paid for them, had no thinking, you know, I was gonna heal and go right back to work, you know. Well, getting my master's still, that was really difficult to navigate through because I couldn't see, you know, so I had special software. Uh, So it was a lot on my plate at the time. So meditation was a way out for me to try to calm my mind and to try to uh, really bring a sense of silence that I didn't have on a normal basis which really helped a lot. So fast forward to me meeting my boyfriend, starting to date, and he ran uh, farmer's markets. And he said, what do you think about putting up a table, you know, with your stuff? I think it's great, I think it'd be really cool. I tried at one point to get some of my stuff into my friend's boutique that I went to high school with, you know, and those kind of fell through, you know, her plans or whatnot. But I really wasn't discouraged and thinking anything of it because I wasn't expecting anything. So I put up a table, man. I put up the table at Ocean Beach Farmer's Market and I was there for two weeks and it was amazing to watch people come and talk about your stuff and how they liked it and the community and people coming and going and their stories and the weather and just the whole atmosphere was amazing so it's almost addicting to have that emotional tie to the pieces that you make and my boyfriend Richie at the time said you know you never know who's going to walk around the corner and sure enough uh, the third week in, mm-hmm. a gentleman walked by that was from a company called Original Green, and he was an investor. And he picked up some of my bracelets, and he said, "You know, we're doing this right now. You know, this is awesome. You know, why are you here? Like, what are you doing at the mar- farmers market?" And I told him a little bit about my story, you know, and he was all about stories, and so he thought it was just an epic story and it really touched him in a way and he's just like well I think I should have a meeting and at that point I was like gosh I don't even know who this guy is you know is he serious and he went to purchase some and he wanted to purchase like seven eight bracelets and that was like 20 bucks each you know I was like oh my god that's awesome and he wanted to pay with a credit card and I was like I can't you know I don't take credit card you know I had no idea you know at the time and he goes you don't take credit card that's crazy and uh, so we went in a little bit about that and I guess he just didn't really anticipate how new I was and how literally it was just a, such a, something that evolved so organically. So I had that meeting and it literally changed my life. And I worked for them, I designed bracelets to match their watches and I learned 
about so many things, about designing and about uh, product, and I really wish I would have been able to sit back and enjoy it, but when you're in that moment, it's like you just think the shoes, the other shoe's gonna drop because I just was so unsure as I'd never been in that position before, but everything turned out amazing. I was able to work for them for about 10 months, and then I was able to make my own branding strip, and I'm in three farmers markets now, and really trying to build a community. It's been really amazing the learning process. So that is my story, and transitioning into designing. I have zero designing background. I think I do an amazing job of color and palettes. I love texture and really deep, rich colors that go together, all naturals and the different stones and metals that go together. So I think what sets me apart is that I have very unique design, custom, one-of-a-kind pieces. And I just love it, and I'm super passionate about what I do. So please tune in next time if you want to go check out my site. It's uh, Com. You can also find me on Instagram at Jarrah Young Designs. And I also have a personal page, Jarrah McConnell, J-A-R-A-M-C-C-O-N-N-E-L-L. And that's on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter under Jarrah McConnell as well. Please, I would so appreciate support. Click, share, like, and I hope you guys make it an epic day.